0: Hey, welcome to Bangers and Mass Chat, an everyday husband and wife talking about everyday life. Light-hearted, rarely serious and sometimes funny. We love being part of a family. Come join us.
1: Hello. Welcome to episode two. Hello. Episode two. And thank you so much for everyone who's listened. Like, we did not expect it to get as far as, where was it? Belgium. No, no, no. Where was it? It was like Morocco or something. Morocco, or, yeah. Yeah, so a couple of listens of people we don't know from those countries. So, yeah, thank you. Thank um, you, everyone. And thank
0: you for the messages and and emails, which has been really nice.
1: Yeah, it's been lovely. Um, Like we said, it was only really ever intended for us. So, it's quite nice that people have enjoyed listening.
0: Yeah, and found ourselves. Even
1: your boss, eh? Oh, yeah.
0: And um, yeah, finding ourselves getting. Um, excited about the stats and a new download and stuff like when that. When we
1: were like, it's not for the it's stats, it's really not
0: for the stats, not
1: for the stats, but it is, it is for the stats.
0: So, yes, this is episode two, as yet untitled. We'll see tit- how it goes. We'll, we'll see what we'll title <laughs> it at the end. I
1: mean, we've cracked open the bottom of red, so this could go anywhere this if could I'm go honest. Anywhere. Um, so
0: what have you been up to this last couple of weeks?
1: Uh, this last couple of weeks have been very busy work wise, I'm not gonna lie. What do um, you do? okay so yeah we realized last week that we haven't done actual intros of who we are and what we do and how we met so we're going to do like a really and i'm going to stop saying like because i know that my dad will be listening to this saying stop saying like (laughs) sorry dad um so we're going to do a brief introduction of who we are what we do and how we met um for those people who don't know um so i'm ellie obviously um i'm 43 I work for Transport for London as a Correspondence Manager for Road User Charging, so I deal with complaints from people about the Road User Charges in London, so Eulers, Congestion Charge, that kind of thing from MPs and um, VIP Correspondents. Been doing that for about seven years, but I've been at TFL since 2003, I uh, really enjoy it. Um, I lived in London most of my life after uni, um, moved out to Chelmsford in 2020, just before lockdown. Um, to be near my brother Stuart, um, his wife Simone, and my niece Emily, um, and yeah, I did 15 years, 20 years nearly actually, in southwest London, so Tooting and Collieswood Way. Um, moved out to Chelmsford for a bit, lockdown happened, I moved in February, lockdown happened in March, and then I met Kevin on Hinge, a dating app, in July. So I was on my way to see my friend Matthew for the weekend and it had been on my phone for a while, the app, it was just sort of lingering in the background, wasn't really using it because most of the messages were just rubbish. Um, And then Kevin happened to message me um, with something Harry Potter related, I think, caught my eye, didn't it? Well, it it was
0: in your profile that you liked Harry Potter, so I thought I've got to pick on something and make the message unique. so
1: So he tried. He actually read my profile, bothered to take time over it, and then... Uh, sent me a message, and it kind of went from there. So we messaged all weekend, um, did a few voice notes, which he didn't return because he didn't think I'd like his accent.
0: So I sound like a farmer. (laughs) Uh,
1: And then we had a Zoom date uh, the following weekend, and he came over the day after. Yeah. Um, And it just felt like we'd known each other years, and we've been together since then. And that was July 2020. Um, And we got engaged March 2020, when he won, Kevin proposed outside our new house, which we bought in Northampton. On your birthday. On my birthday, which is lovely. I almost ruined that, didn't I?
0: Yes, I'd planned it all day and it was a freezing cold night and I wanted to, you know, look around the house and propose when we'd got back outside the front door um, and sort of looking back lovingly, lovingly at our new house. Um, but Ellie decided to make a run for it and get in the warm car. Totally ruined the moment. So I ended up driving up the up the up the road, turning back around, coming, getting out of the car, and saying, "You've got to get out the car. This is going to happen." <laughs> At which and, point um, I
1: knew, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. you've ruined it." So, yeah. Um, so but that's... yeah, he proposed then, and that was March, and we got married because of. Um, We'd, we were only going to be recently moving to Northampton. We wanted to get married in a church. And to do that, you have to be living in the parish for six months. Um, so we spoke to our local vicar here who said that the way around it is to do a registry office wedding for the legal bit and then have a church blessing where we would have the full white dress kind of reception thing. So we got married in a golf club in Oxfordshire with just our parents and Kev's gran present, which is lovely to do the legal bit where we really got married like, whoops, like again, um, with just our close sort of relatives uh, it was a boiling hot day the hottest day of the year um i'll never forget kevin wiping his face with his face mask repeatedly throughout the service it's hilarious <laughs> yes it was
0: um yeah restrictions we had a limited number of people yeah anyway
1: and so we did that and then the following february so this february just gone we had the big wedding um up in northamptonshire at forsley so we had all of our friends and family and the white dress and the church and the blessing which was lovely and that brings us to where we are now and obviously you've heard about um Kev's boys so I'm obviously now stepmom to Louis and Ben um, which has been lovely 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 kids um so yeah we're now a little family of four up here yeah wanna wanna do you
0: well you've said enough about me I think already Or <laughs> something about us uh, but I'm Kev I turned 40 this year and um, grew up in Gloucestershire in the town of Fairford where the International Air Tattoo is based and been there many, many times. I'm quite the plain geek. (laughs) Um, I work for a company called Intertronics. Intertronics is a company that sell adhesives and the equipment to process them, so dispensing, mixing, and all that sort of stuff. Um, Started there in sales, moved into technical, and now I lead uh, the learning and development, not only of uh, the people who work there, but our industry. So I do webinars, seminars, and go out on site and teach people uh, all about adhesives and robotic dispensing and things like mm. that and and I really it. I love it you know you know about the boys and Ellie's mentioned those uh, Louis and Ben uh, they are from my first marriage I was married for 10 years um, got divorced a little while ago and was single for a while and then met Ellie and Ellie's already given that bit we should
1: probably <laughs> give Joe a shout out really didn't we yeah
0: so the reason I was on Hinge is that uh, my Colleague at the time and very good friend, Joe, uh, encouraged me to get out there, as it were, um, and try Hinge instead of things like Plenty of Fish or Tinder Tinder. or things like that. And I gave it a go. And I think Ellie was probably the second or third person uh, I...
1: Stupid enough to message back.
0: (laughs) Second or third person I I actually messaged. I was was being very, very selective, but... uh...
1: (laughs) her
0: her profile just absolutely stood out to me
1: and the nice Uh, thing was it was because you saw as well didn't you like because i'd had a few people message me and even though my main photo was my bag out um and i'd said the main the thing with hinges you fill in questions so you pick your questions and you fill in the blank so it'll say one thing you should know about me is blank and mine was i have a stoma if that's not going to be something you can handle then just keep moving um and a lot of people have messaged me and i've gone so you're right with the stoma and they're like what and hadn't even bothered to take the time to look, and Kevin had, and said that that was one of the reasons he actually got in touch, which was the first anyone had ever said that. It was just
0: that it was the sheer confidence that came through the profile. I mean, I was I was blown away, and it was it was hot. I'm not gonna lie, it was it was a really really <laughs> okay. attractive trait. Um, and yeah, it, you know, the rest is history. We still I still have the full. WhatsApp history (laughs) of when when we first started messaging on there, but we find ourselves here on the outskirts of Northampton. Yep, Uh, been here for just over a year and we really love it. We do love it. The house
1: is beautiful. The area is beautiful. We have a pub that we can see from the window right now. It's the neighbours are lush and the kids love it. So yeah, and we we have have a nice church, don't we? We have a really nice church. Yeah.
0: So so something else about us uh, Mm -hmm. you may or may not know is that we are Christians. Um, Ellie has been a Christian since the age or since late 20s. 28, yeah. um, I came to faith during lockdown um, during the Alpha course which we'll put a link to somewhere. Mm-hmm. We, do. Uh, we attend church um, our church is Broadmead.
1: We're helping to run Alpha and at the moment. We're helping to run Alpha
0: this time and yeah we really really love it.
1: Pretty central part of our lives isn't it? So it's a very
0: central part of our lives. Yeah. So
1: there's something you may not have known about us. But yeah, so we were talking about food admin. Had a lot of good feedback about that last week. Actually, yeah,
0: I, mean, I think there was there was some good feedback um, talking about the trade off between food admin being a chore, but also some of it is sometimes pleasurable. Yeah. So, for example, prawns, which I brought up, was would be a you know a chore. What's pleasurable? Uh, lobster.
1: Lobster's quite satisfying, I should think.
0: Well, the the, the payoff's good
1: yeah you know it's, it's well the only uh, time i've ever done it i cracked on the claws of one of those tools they give you and it flew off my plate and onto the plate of another diner in the restaurant that, i that was that on like a, a date a, at the time it was really embarrassing that sounds
0: like the snail thing from pretty woman it was
1: basically like that but he didn't catch it it was really <laughs> embarrassing i literally just looked like i sort of looked around and went, oh who was that it was one of those kind of like, wasn't me um but i got similar feedback from my friend kaz um hi kaz who said that she actually really enjoys food admin um so yeah there was a lot of differing views on that one I think the other thing we wanted to say or I wanted to say especially after listening to last week's episode was we are aware that we made Cleo sound a bit like an alcoholic uh we were saying that our cat drinks a lot uh, she wheezes a lot because she drinks a lot and it kind of came over that she's got a problem obviously our cat is not an alcoholic. Can you pass um, the wine, please? Mm, sure. Thank you. <laughs> Kevin is. And the only other bit of admin stuff is um, on our Instagram page, so go follow Bangers and Mash Chat, um, we have got a link tree in our bio. And what that is, for people who don't know, is if you click on it, it opens up another page in Linktree, and on there will be a whole list of links that we thought people might find interesting. So from my personal blog to the Iliostomy Association, for those of the stoma who follow us, um, to anything interesting that we talk about on the podcast that week that we think you might find interesting if you open that that will always be in our bio and when you open it it will just link through to things that we are either we love or we're trying to get you know see if Steve you guys will find interesting this week's moan stems for me from going into work on the train and it is mobile phone etiquette.
0: I don't think this this is restricted just to you this is no
1: i i don't i don't get it i don't understand why you're holding the phone to your mouth on speaker and having a really loud conversation with somebody on the other end when if you're going to do that and not use headphones you might as well put it on the normal phone and put it up to your ear so that we are not all subject to your conversation
0: so folks you all know exactly what we're talking about we're talking about holding the phone flat perpendicular to your face yeah and talking at it on loudspeaker, on loudspeaker. so and the then, other
1: end is there as well and
0: then it's even worse if you move the phone from your mouth to, to your, your ear,
1: ear. It's... put it on as a normal phone it's oh, it's what so annoying and on? i think more so than that because that in itself you know whatever each to their own when it's on public transport which i was subject to this week with some Man shouting and speaking. I don't know what is it when you have your phone on speaker that you feel like you have to speak a million decibels louder than normal? All, all, all I can
0: think of is, um, what's that chat? Dom, Dom Jolly. Jolly. Yeah, that's what my dad Whoa!
1: said. My dad said that. I'm in a library. <laughs> yeah. And it is that. And it's like, I just sort of sat there. There was a, it's quite a busy carriage and he had no shame. I mean, this kind of led me into not just phone etiquette, but you know, just the general. Is, is it just now? Is it just like the sort of. The age that we're in, where people just don't consider other people around them, they just go, "It's all about me. I'll do what I want, where I want, how I want," you know, and I don't care what anyone else thinks. It's like they come in and they sort of put feet on feet on seats in carriages, and you know, they have these massively loud conversations in in a in a completely crowded place, like on the tube, because you can use your phone on the Jubilee line now because they're trialling four G. Yeah, and I mean it's great, but then you have people having full on loud conversations. And you just kind of think, at what, or eating hot, smelly food on the, on the train. <laughs> Getting onto a packed train at rush hour oh, where no. people are standing at so busy and then cracking out at McDonald's. I was like, well, first of all, there's no tables, So you've got a bag full of very individual items, which are going to be impossible to eat on your lap when you're shoulder to shoulder with the next person. But then cracking out a fillet of fish on the 5.30 out of Euston. And I'm just like, really, really it's it's just that consideration for other people that i just don't think it, i mean i would never do that if i'm on the train i will have like a pasta salad or a sandwich that's not fishy or eggy because i just i'd be embarrassed to sit there knowing that that smell was incesting everyone else in the train
0: was it that or were you a little bit jealous of no someone with i a wasn't McDonald's smell? a bit jealous
1: no i actually wasn't i just thought rude inconsiderate and it just annoys me and <clears> I, just, I don't know it's just people who just don't think about people around them and that's been my that's been my win this week
0: i think just going back to the phone thing, um, I commute in the car back and forth um, each day from the office. And the office is in Oxford, so it's about an hour away. Uh, it's actually in Kidlington, just north of Oxford. But um, still seeing an awful lot of people oh, on their phones, yeah. texting away, or as we described just then, with their phones handheld. Yeah. But you've still got it in your hand. I just... But the number of people watching videos... I... Driving down the road. Well, do you remember, That's insane. Do you remember when
1: we saw that guy and he was driving a little bit erratically? He kept kind of swerving across the lanes. And Kevin, we overtook him because it was a bit unsafe being behind him. And Kevin was like, Betty's on his phone. And we looked in the window as we drove past and he had his phone flat against the steering wheel in the middle and he was just scrolling, like just scrolling through Facebook. And I was just like, Mate, and this was on a dual carriageway, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, with a lot of other traffic around, and he's just there it's in the fast lane, scrolling through Facebook, and I'm just...
0: It's not oh. unusual. It's really not unusual now. And I see cool. it too often, and luckily, you know, I haven't been involved in an accident caused by someone who's done that. I've certainly been held up in traffic, which may have been caused by by someone like that, but... but it's
1: so... What I, can't I'm, wait a car journey? I
0: know, but I, I'm different, because I, I really enjoy driving. I think driving is my favourite thing to do, like, mm. activity-wise, I really enjoy driving. I take great pleasure in it. I have great pride in doing it well, I hope. Um, to a point. To a point. Of annoyance. But Yeah, to a point of annoyance. I do stick to the speed limit. <sighs> Sorry, to, folks.
1: To the very one digit of or the under. speed limit. He set his car um, to scream at him if it goes over the limit. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: but yeah, I, I take road safety quite seriously, and I I really enjoy driving. But yeah, h- holding your phone away from your face, yeah, engaging everyone else in your conversation like it's the most and important and thing. And don't be
1: so arrogant because when I mentioned this to somebody at work, actually, I think it was one of my team said it's as bad as people who get on you get on public transport and someone's playing the music out loud.
0: Well, we it's have like, that around the pool and yeah, on holiday.
1: holiday. Don't be so arrogant as to think we all want to listen to your music. Also, headphones. I know. And they literally just sit there and we'll be scrolling through TikTok and everything will be going off. Or they'll have, the, they'll just literally have a Spotify playlist playing out loud.
0: So I wanted to talk about our little trip to Marlowe that we had a couple mm. of weekends ago. For <laughs> um, those, those who follow Ellie on social media, <laughs> you will know that she has a favourite... Clothing brand called Scamp and Dude, and I'm actually talking to you fully Scamp and Duded <laughs> for the very <laughs> first time, and I am time. not, and you are not. <laughs> um, but yeah, Scamp and Dude is a great, a great brand, an online brand, but they recently opened a shop. The only shop in the UK in Marlowe, mm. and of course I had to take Ellie to go and see it for oh, real.
1: Oh, it's so good. It's a lovely brand. I've, I'm not really into label things, I don't really buy expensive clothes, I'm pretty much a Primark top to toe girl, I'll go supermarkets or whatever. I discovered Scamp and Dude in lockdown, um, and the founder, Joe. I want to say this right, Joe Touchner Sharp, I think her name is, or how it said. Um, she's founded this amazing brand of um, like fully sustainable products she started off with making these knitted superheroes who were um, sold to people in hospital kids in hospital anyone in hospital who was missing a parent and they've got a little slot in the back for a photo of the person that you're thinking about Um, and it started from there uh, and then it sort of escalated into clothing and accessories and all that kind of thing. It actually started life as a kid's brand. She launched in 2016 after being separated from her kids during a lengthy stay in hospital, undergoing life-saving brain surgery. And it was this brush with death and missing her kids that made Jo determined to give back and create a brand that helps children feel more secure by filling them with superpowers when apart from their loved ones. And it's just kind of gone out. The patterns and the colours are lovely. The dresses are beautiful. She caters for, like you know the proper womanly shape so it's not just you know for slim people it's incredible there's dresses there's loungewear there's swimwear there's caps there's bags there's everything for men women kids um and there's coats and scarves and i've just loved them from the beginning and they're not super cheap but it is completely worth it um, I've dragged my friend Pip <laughs> into into the obsession. Sorry, Pip. Um, but yeah, they've got a group on Facebook called Scamp and Dudas for those people who want to go check it out. The website is scampandude.com and we will put the link in our link tree um, because it's an incredible brand and I am not sorry about spending thousands of pounds in it. Not going to lie. <laughs> well,
0: fit. And we yeah. are on
1: thousands. I think at the minute, I counted the other day and I've got 10 jumpers, 10 hoodies, 10 slouch pants. One jumpsuit, three so, dresses. So if anyone wants to break cap, in, that's, probably, that's
0: <laughs> probably the most valuable thing we have.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, just take my scamp collection, and you're pretty much sorted. Um, but yeah, no, it's joking aside. It's it's just a lovely brand. The clothes are soft and beautiful, and um, ethically sourced. Um, and yeah, I can't, I can never say enough good stuff about it. And I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. I tend to get told I look like I'm in pyjamas most of the time, but I'm, I'm happy for that. I'm not going to lie.
0: Well, lockdown did a lot for loungewear and being comfy and working from home and all that sort of stuff. So. And
1: when winter started, when it started getting cold this year, I was like, oh, I can get back into my scampi yeah. <laughs> and I can just sit and cosy up in them. So, um, but On the back of yeah. that, we
0: had a wonderful day out in Marlowe. We did, we did. Um, and what a lovely place Marlowe is. Oh. Um, yeah, it's such a beautiful place. Lovely buildings, great high street and we had a lovely lunch
1: oh yeah we had a you know and, oh what was the plate i'm gonna put that link in we'll put the link to the restaurant that we had lunch in so if any scampers are listening to this go there okay, satollo is the italian and we'll put a link to that in our it in our really link good. tree we, it was beautiful catcher pesto meat
0: sandwich oh it, was incredible. oh it was amazing
1: it wasn't actually as good as pip's catcher though gonna no. say that for you pip
0: yeah no yeah i agree with
1: that yeah so while we're talking about Marlow, on the way home this was, uh, Kev's got a thing. He likes trains as well as planes. And when a train goes past, <laughs> when we're in the car, he has to let everyone know. And he doesn't just go, oh, there's a train. We'll be driving along in complete silence. Everyone lost in their own thoughts. And suddenly, train, train. Train, it's a train. Honestly, on the way back, I thought I was gonna die. Like my heart stops, I nearly pooped myself. It was, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> just stop doing it
0: I like it I like doing it oh, I thought you'd seen it no.
1: I honestly thought you'd seen it it was right in front then of us then why was there a need to scream because it's funny okay anywho <laughs> and then on the same journey I'll take the anywho out on the same journey um, we were reminded of Kevin's misheard lyrics because the song came on um, and I'm sure most of you have seen the who Who's the comedian that did the misheard lyrics Peter was it Peter Kay Peter Kay I remember doing yeah um, but uh, when I we first moved here. We were in the car, and a certain take that song came on. Yeah, and uh, I was singing along, and Kevin was like, "Oh, is that the words?" And so I said, "Well, what did you think it was?" And the song was Never Forget.
0: So it goes, Never. Yeah. Well, forget what did where what you, did you think from? it was? Heaven.
1: Heaven, forget. <laughs> he thought it was going heaven, forget where you've come. I was That's like, like That's but it's called Never Forget. In and hindsight, he's like, oh, yeah, it makes no sense. sense. Yeah. But yeah so yeah misheard song lyrics because then uh, on the way home from Marlow, i heard well man i feel like a woman came on by shania twain which i love and i was singing along and there's always been one line <coughs> excuse me that i've never really known so i've just kind of murmured my way through it so in the chorus it goes oh, oh, oh go totally crazy no 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 mad shirt short... and right, like, men's shirt short skirts but that line, I never knew what that was and I don't know what I thought it was. <laughs> I think it? I think I used to sing, you better believe it, but it's actually, oh, 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 go totally crazy. Forget I'm a lady, men's shirt, short skirts. Ah. But I was singing, you better believe it, oh, <laughs> men's <I> was- shirt. <laughs> and I was like, no, it can't be that. It doesn't even sound like that. So I found that that was one of my misheard lyrics. So we could do yeah. a whole episode on this. I've, oh, got, I've yeah. got millions Miss of heard lyrics are hilarious. They are
0: very, very funny.
1: So Kev, I'm going to go to the fridge, do you want something?
0: Yeah, go on then. <laughs> Why is it that whenever you go to someone's house, this might just be us, I hope it's not just us. Please tell us it's not just us, listeners. Um, you go to someone's house, probably your parents, and what's the first it's thing you do? usually a family
1: member, isn't it? I wouldn't do it in a mate's house.
0: Go straight to the fridge. Yeah.
1: Uh, Why? Without even-
0: <laughs> I was, You know, you may have not even said hello to your folks or whoever it is you've gone to visit or given them a hug. Just gone straight to the fridge.
1: But also, why is it that you just go straight to the fridge when you walk into your own kitchen anyway? Even if you're not really wanting something, it just, it's a thing that everyone has to do. You have to just open the fridge.
0: Sometimes you just want to open it for inspiration. Have a look. Yeah. Oh, I like that.
1: Yeah, but you just don't need it. Because Kevin walked into the kitchen the other day and he just walked in and went into the fridge and was like, I don't know why I'm in there. And then we're back, and it's like, yeah, this is what we do. Like, all right, Mum. Hi, hi. Wait, no. Let me just check the fridge. Yeah, lovely. Thanks very much. I don't know. I just think it's like a thing that people do when they walk into a kitchen. It's well, like I do a it. comfort thing. Yeah,
0: I do it at my parents. I do it at my grands.
1: And I don't I've... even want anything. No, I'm just opening the fridge.
0: Is it a judgy thing? I don't no, know. Because no, because I'm
1: not thinking about what's in it. I'm just looking. Do I fancy anything? I think I'm thinking, but I don't go to it thinking oh I fancy something i just open a fridge
0: I have done it in your parents house yeah I've done
1: it in mum and dad's <laughs> loads yeah but
0: I shouldn't be doing it
1: but I bet a... it was subconscious though wasn't it you didn't oh think totally about it. Yeah, 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 yeah it's weird isn't it I'm not hungry this is why everyone got so fat over lockdown because it just was just didn't... the only thing you could do was go into your kitchen and open your fridge
0: so tell us if that is something you do yeah. and make it you
1: know make not... us feel better
0: make us feel better that it's not just us doing that
1: yeah I mean it can't just be us surely
0: oh and that leaves me on something else yeah. where does chocolate live in the oh, cupboard, you know. in the fridge, or in the freezer. Okay, the
1: freezer's a stupid option.
0: I disagree. You
1: would freeze all your chocolate. I no, think no, it depends. No, 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 not all
0: of it. There are some things I would freeze. Now, see, this
1: is it. I think it depends on the chocolate. So, I, I don't know, because, okay, Toblerone, absolutely never anything apart from room temperature, because it'll break your face. <laughs> like, it, it's too hard. So, I would have Toblerone at room mm. temperature, because otherwise it's too solid. But I like a
0: double-decker. That's been in the fridge. No,
1: because it's got gooey stuff in, and it makes the gooey stuff snap. Yeah,
0: but it gets gooier as it warms up in your mouth. No, it's a a sensation, but it's a teeth
1: breaker thing again. If I've got a gooey chocolate bar with caramel in it, like a toffee crisp or like a Twix or a double decker, I want to bite into that and have it just bend and like goo. I don't want to snap it off in my mouth and then have to wait for 20 minutes for it to melt. No,
0: I'm not. I'm not with you on that. Sorry, but the only thing.
1: Well, the only thing I put in the fridge is I'll put a slab of just pure chocolate. So a Galaxy bar, Dairy Milk bar, that'll go in the fridge, and then I'll just suck pieces of chocolate with a cup of tea and just let it melt in my mouth. That's what I'll do with that.
0: Yeah, I think as a minimum for me, chocolate goes in the fridge doesn't I matter think... what it is, but there are a few oh, items I just think are better in the fridge. Okay,
1: so why do you stand with chocolate biscuits then? They've got chocolate in them. But that's a biscuit. But they've got chocolate the... in them. Oh,
0: come on. it's not. That's not the same thing.
1: Why? Okay, Oreos. Chocolate-covered Oreos.
0: Well, if they're chocolate-covered, then that's fine. They can go in the fridge. <laughs> they're not in the fridge here. Well, it's because you haven't put them in the fridge here.
1: Yeah, but that makes the biscuit go funny if you put them in the fridge. Uh, the biscuit well... doesn't taste as good. No,
0: I agree with that. Makes so wait, so what do you do then?
1: It's But this thing. is like cake and buttercream, though. If you've got a cake with buttercream, technically you should really put it in the fridge because of the buttercream. However, fridge cake, no, it makes it go hard.
0: Fridge putting things in the fridge does take away some of the flavour, texture, and flavour. And flavour, yeah. I, I learned the other day, similar subject. Pepsi Max was designed to drink at room temperature.
1: Oh, really? That makes sense, though. Ah. Have you ever tried the two differently? Have you ever tried it when it's at room temperature? Yeah. Yeah. The taste is really different. It's very
0: different. Very different. You can
1: actually taste the flavour of the Pepsi better when it's at room temperature, but it's not as nice. I would much rather have a fizzy drink that was ice cold.
0: Yeah, agree. We're talking about something we love a lot. Yeah. And that's food and and drink.
1: Yeah, lockdown did cherry Pepsi Max for me. I was never a big pop drinker. And then in lockdown, there was a can of it in the shop across the road and I was hungover and I love fizzy drinks on a hangover. That's the only time I'll drink them and it's got to be full sugar. And I bought a can of cherry Pepsi Max and I never looked back and lockdown did that. Coffee and cherry Pepsi Max lockdown got me addicted to because now I can't start my day without coffee. And I never used to be like that. They bought out the ginger one that you liked, didn't they? And then they stopped making it. They stopped making it. That yeah. was my favorite. The ginger one was that lovely was actually.
0: I like the lime one now. Oh, I don't like that.
1: So, Kev, if you could have anyone at all on this podcast, dream podcast Guests. Oh, blimey. Who would it be?
0: Ryland Clark. Oh, I think
1: he's brilliant. <laughs> you know what? Weirdly, I've fallen in love with Ryland a little bit in the last week or so. Yeah, since he's, Since he's come back from his break because of his marriage breakdown and that kind of thing, I just... He's been on quite a lot of stuff promoting his book, hasn't he? And he yes. was on our, one of our favourite podcasts. He was on... Um, uh, off menu and he was brilliant and and we've seen him on a few things haven't we yeah
0: we listened to his radio show on the weekend on radio yeah. Two, and it's just a all-round good egg yeah. and I think that one of the things he said on off menu is that you know there are definitely those celebs out there who are they're one one character on screen and one character off screen mm. um, whereas he feels like he's you know what you see is what you get all and the time he's yeah. genuine. and he's I...
1: nice to the little like he's not the little people that's really bad Ooh. he's nice to the people who aren't quite so important in the media industry so runners. the runners and stuff and he's like you need to remember who you're on the way up who you're like how you are to people because
0: because yeah. one of his runners <coughs> is now one of his executive producers yeah so you know you you be you nice be nice to people all the way up yeah, and you know it can only be only be a good thing
1: and he's taken on Eurovision presenting as well hasn't he oh, which just, you love because you love
0: Eurovision yeah, I, yeah massive, massive, massive Eurovision, Eurovision fan, fan. Um, but yeah Ryland Clark is definitely a dream guest what about you?
1: Uh, recently again I think I'm torn between two either Richard Osman just because he's amazing uh we're very big house of fans and i've just finished reading the first of his books the thursday murder club got the second one lined up i just think he's intelligent he's funny he's he's just a great guy i think he's brilliant i think he'd be really interesting um but also someone i've recently i'm about to buy his book is richard e grant who i started following on instagram recently yes and he does just his his wife he's with his wife for 38 years and she died um very sadly of illness and he's done a book called A Pocketful of Happiness because when she was dying she said to him and his daughter I want you to find a pocket full of happiness in every day when I'm gone and he obviously devoted his life to her and he's still very emotional when he talks about her and he just does the most brilliantly heartwarming 30 second Instagram videos on his morning run or just sitting in his house and he's just always smiling and he's just a really, he comes over just a really, really nice guy um, so I think, and again, intelligent. Been in so many incredible films with Neil and I. Um, oh, a Spice World movie, but that's probably not as great. <laughs> um, but he's just an incredible actor as well. And yeah, I think I'd have him or Richard Osman, maybe Dermot for a bit of dancing in the corner. Dermot O'Leary, yeah, yeah,
0: he's dancing on he a on Saturday dancing. morning. Yeah, yeah, he's quite funny.
1: Or oh, Ken Bruce, oh, the legend oh, that is Ken Bruce.
0: Ellie has such a crush. Oh, on he Ken is my su-
1: he is my weird crush. If yeah. He's he's a radio. For people who don't know, he's a Radio Two presenter, and he does the legendary Pop Master every morning at ten thirty. Tune in. Um, but he's just he's just like he just calls it like it is. If he thinks someone's cheating when they're playing Pop Master, he will blatantly say so. And it's like your dad telling you off. But he's just <laughs> he's funny and he's lovely and the only person who seems to have survived the recent Radio Two cull of presenters. It has been quite the shakeup. Yeah so he's lush so i would have all of those three actually you can have one okay so it's probably a good place to leave it for this episode
0: yep and let's go to bed and watch the latest episode of bloodlands which we're into at the moment
1: definite recommendation bloodlands very good james nesbitt it's on they've done two series
0: yep it's on bbc iplayer
1: very very good cop drama northern ireland very good um not as good as the capture not gonna lie
0: the capture was incredible yeah. you have to watch both seasons again on bbc iplayer
1: yeah watch that that's really really good um bloodlands again and
0: what's on our next It's one with know. stanley tucci
1: yeah the, there's a series of stanley tucci yeah it's called inside man uh that is what laura said she was watching today when that's i spoke right. to her yes um so that is on our list um love stanley tucci he's one of my favorite actors devil was part is one of my favorite films so, yeah, that's that's next up for us. Oh,
0: definitely have Adam Hathaway, Hathaway to our uh, our dinner party.
1: Yeah. Not for any entertainment value, though, eh? Not really. No. Um, so if anyone's got any good recommendations for things to watch, that would be welcomed. Um, obviously, email us, as always, at bangersandmashchat at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at bangersandmashchat. Um, and, yeah, get in touch. We tell your friends. Give us a follow. Share the podcast if you want to. Hope you enjoyed it. And we... We'll be back in a couple of weeks.
0: Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll, well, we'll... We can be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening and take care.
1: Bye bye.